Welcome to The Exquisite Life. Your host, Matthew Dennis here, successful entrepreneur and successful person and striving to be a successful person every day. Today, the main focus that I, w- I wanna talk about is gonna be thought process and kind of what goes into building a good thought process and what you can do to better your thought process and better the thoughts that you have in your head and where you can kind of take those thoughts to get you to be the successful person that you're striving to be. Today with me, I have uh, one of my really good friends, and personally, I've grown a lot in our relationship, and I think you teach me something every day, and hopefully I return that favor to you. And Brandon Davis. Thank you. I'm happy to be here, and I'm looking forward to the discussion we get to have today. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Brandon and I work together currently, and one of the things that I think you've experienced a lot in your life, and you are experiencing currently, is having a really good mentor. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, being an apprentice and everything, I have to learn the industry, and I was blessed with a wonderful mentor. And you're excited about it, aren't you? Like, just because you know how much information is in, is inside that mind. Oh, yeah. He, he knows a lot of stuff, but I think my favorite thing about him is he knows how to teach and connect and help me grow in the way that I need to grow instead of just going through the same routine bullshit that a lot of teachers go through and they just feed all the information out without making it specific to you and your needs. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think one of the things that our education system does wrong here is they approach people as numbers and and even, even corporations do this. Even the company that we work for does this. Um, they, they look how much revenue am I getting at the end of the month and who was producing that revenue and this person's down. Well, there's an issue. And the way that they approach that is really the determining factor in, in where the growth comes in or if growth comes in. And, and the same thing happens with teachers. For me, it's super important to surround yourself with people who are smarter than you or at least more intelligent in an area. And, and that's one of the things that the education system does wrong is they try to define intelligent as black and white and, you know, zero to 10. How smart are you? And it, you can't necessarily do that because the brain doesn't think the same way in every situation. And one of the things about having a successful mentor that I think Brandon can attest to here is a lot of times the things that your mentor teaches you is it, and the, more, the most important things that the mentor teaches you isn't something that you're ever going to find in a book because it's just learned life experience and it's really something that you can't quantify. Yeah. I've had a lot of successful mentors in my life and people that I've, I've tried to learn from. One of the things that I would say is a defining trait um, that makes me stand out uh, from the people that uh, you know, I, I work with, my coworkers or whatnot. And, and one of the things that I really look for in the people that I want to put in, I guess you can call them my inner circle, or you know, the, the bubble of people that I surround myself with is what do you do on a, on a consistent basis to know more about the field that you're in, more about yourself, and what are you doing today to improve the knowledge that you have and to improve the applicable knowledge of that? Because, and you can attest to this, there's a lot of smart people and there's a lot of smart technicians out there, but there's certain things that your mentor does that are different. Yeah, I do agree. I think a good mentor is the key to any successful thing you're going to do because you're going to learn it one way or another. And it's always easier to learn it from somebody who's already learned the hard way 
you're still going to learn the hard way, but you don't have to learn as much the hard way. For me, a big mentor growing up was my mom. And she taught me to always look for the good in the situation. Because every situation has something good that you can pull out of it. And when you pull all the good things out, it increases your drive. If you're picking out the negative things of everything, then you're going to be down and demotivated and depressed. And you're not going to want to get out of bed, let alone make your bed in the morning. And it's just things you got to do. And if you looking at things positively puts you in that mindset, why wouldn't you do it? And that's why I continue to follow my mom's advice every day because. Yeah. And at the end of the day, um, one of our, one of my favorite quotes is our greatest weapon is our ability to choose one thought over another. I can't necessarily make myself think a thought, but if a thought pops into my head, I can choose to accept that as my thought, or I can just let it pass by. And having a good mentor really is just that kind of support to help you in those situations. When things go bad, their ability to overcome it teaches your ability to overcome it. A lot of that is kind of an unspoken thing. If you're frustrated with a situation, having the call mentor come over and make it easy is is such a relief, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There is the flip side of that. Like most things in life, there's the flip side of that. You can have a bad mentor. And I think you've had bad mentors in your life or people that you've surrounded yourself with that have been a negative influence. Yeah. And you can still use them as growing opportunities. Right. Being able to draw that line and who is positive and who is negative is, is really a learned experience. That's not something that you can really learn in a book. And if a relationship is positive one day doesn't mean that in a year it's still going to be positive because people change. Mm -hmm. And your ability to grow from that is really the test of a true relationship. I would argue the determining factor in a relationship is the ability to grow together. Because that's all life is, is am I a better person tomorrow than I was yesterday? And are the people around me getting better on the daily basis? And there are days that you're going to fail, but... Our ability to overcome that failure and to push past that failure starts with having a good mental attitude and leads to having the exquisite life that we are all after. That being said, if you are in a bad situation, you can still learn from that. And you need to be approaching every situation in life with what can I learn from this that will affect me in a positive way? Because even if your car breaks down on the side of the road or you stub your toe when you get up in the morning, you can still turn that day around and you can still learn from this. Okay, maybe I don't need to get out of bed like that again because that hurt, right? <laughs> it can be simple. Don't lie. The simplest things are often the most beautiful, I think. Yeah, I know. The situations that you can't control tend to be the ones that you learn the most from. For instance, my dad left me when I was a year and a half old. And I spent my childhood just wondering, you know, like, who was he? Just thinking if things were differently, how life would be. And once I started to make that transition from teenager to adult, I kind of realized that the best thing I can do with that situation is learn from it. And I will never be able to do that to my kids because I know what that was like. And you know, so taking that positive, he, I mean, the best thing he did was show me the worst thing I could do. So if I don't do that, wow. then I didn't do the worst that I possibly could have. 
So now it's my job to go do the best that I possibly can. And if I end up somewhere in the middle, at least I wasn't the worst. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that really kind of goes back to the idea that setting the bar high is so important. I would argue you need to aim for perfection because what else is there? If I don't make this perfect and in your job, if you don't make something perfect, nine times out of 10, it what comes back. Yeah. Having a mentor who holds you to that standard Mm -hmm. is so important because it, it, it relates back to that positive mental attitude of what can I learn from this situation and what can I do to improve from this situation? But yeah, absolutely. That's beautiful. I want to elaborate as well and show you the flip side of that situation. You can also grow from you being the negative person in someone's life. I dated this girl for a while and it was not a healthy relationship, primarily because of me. And I've mended with her and we are good now, but at the time I was doing wrong. And I noticed that the biggest key to growth is having an open mind. Mm, Amen. If you're not willing to accept new information and the possibility that you are wrong, you're never gonna change. I mean, the majority of what we see going on in politics and stuff right now, not to go into it, but it's from people not willing to talk and exchange ideas and meet in the middle on things because they're right and the other person's wrong. Yeah. And one of the polarization right there. So I I would argue progress comes from compromise. Meeting in the middle is often where we make the most progress in becoming the community and becoming the person or becoming the business that we want to become. Whether or not you have the ability to come back and self-reflect is the determining factor in that, right? Where did I go wrong? Me specifically, where did we as a company go wrong or where are we going wrong? What are the mistakes that we are making? And what do I need to do to change that or remove myself from this situation? Because sometimes there's a situation that you can't change because a person is not willing to open their mind or meet in the middle in any way. And that, I would argue, is the determining factor in a relationship. Because even though you've had a father that left you and did not provide for you or provide for your mother, I would argue as the man that you are today are extremely successful in the way that you, and one of the things that brought me towards you was the way that you handle your current relationship that you're in now with your fiance. Because you have that, you have the ability, and no, it's not perfect every day and you guys are still working on it, but that's one of the reasons why you guys do so well is because you both are willing to work on it. And you're willing to say, no, okay, I messed up. And okay, let's try this. Okay, that maybe isn't working. What can we do to change that? And how often I would, do you guys sit in and have those discussions? We had them a lot more when we started, when we first got together. I mean, two months in, we were seeing a counselor. But that shows that we were both willing to work on it from the very beginning. I mean, how many couples that have been together for two months go to a marriage counselor? Never, never. I don't think I've ever heard of that. (laughs) I mean, that shows that we were willing to compromise and grow together. And she has never been in a healthy relationship. And I've had to kind of guide her through it and show her what we needed to do and how to approach situations. And she's been getting great at it. I mean, lately, we haven't had to have too many. Typically, it's, I mean, inevitably, people bottle things up. Especially in a relationship, yeah. Especially in a relationship, because you're two different people, and you're living together. 
Of course you guys are gonna do things differently, disagree on things. So it's inevitable that things bottle up because eventually you'll get to the point where it's like, oh, he doesn't care. Oh, nothing's gonna change. And the key for us has been stopping it. You know, she can sense when I'm bottling things up and she'll be like, hey, we need to talk this out, what's up? Or I have to approach her and I'll be like, listen, things haven't really been going too smooth. What's going on? Having the openness to communicate in that state when you're angry and bottled up and what's the point is what's helped us grow to the point we're at now. We've always been open to it. I mean, you can't go forward if you're not ready for change. Yeah, absolutely. And change is a good thing. Uh, complacency is the greatest and comfort is the, the greatest enemy of success because constantly pushing yourself, and this isn't, a lot of people think that success is one big mountain that you climb and you're at the top, you're done. But no, it's this small hill. And then you accomplish that and you realize, okay, but I have this mountain to climb. And, and, and as you grow up, those hills kind of turn into mountains. And then you can look back and say, wow, look at everything that I've done and look at all of these mountains that I've climbed mm -hmm. and everything that I've overcome. Uh, and it starts with the ability to be open to that and be open to, yeah, this is not going to be easy. And if it was, why would I be doing it? Because mm -hmm. I want that challenge. I want that, that growth. Change and growth come from areas of discomfort and even pain. Sacrifice. Welcome to it. That's the name of the game. You have to sacrifice. At the end of the day, you make choices and those choices have consequences. Whether or not those consequences are positive or negative, you have to be open to those consequences and you have to be willing to make actions to put yourself outside your comfort zone to experience those consequences because that's how you learn, positive or negative. And you learn more from those failures, I would argue. So defining where you want to be and understanding that the people around you are going to have an effect on that and being able to choose a mentor that positively affects the goals that you have and being able to choose a partner that positively and has an open mindset to allow the change and push you to change because yes, you need to change. And the people that you surround yourself with, this, this inner circle that you have is really gonna be the determining factor on how you change and the change that you do make, whether that be a positive or negative impact on the world. Because yes, you can do both. Ultimately, the world is not going to revolve around any of us individually. Not one person is going to have a perfect day every day and a perfect person working next to them and a perfect wife and a perfect life. The journey we're on right now is life. And our job in life is to learn as much as we can. And if you don't learn anything from the bad situations, you're not going to learn anything in the good situations. You learn from failing. Oh, what did I do wrong this time? Why did it fail? because I didn't have enough help for my company. Why did it fail this time? Oh, my marketing wasn't being done correctly and that wasn't reaching enough people. So I wasn't getting any customers. Or why is it failing this time? It's the third time I've done it. I thought third time was the charm. Well, you're still learning. Well, this time I have perfect marketing and I'm getting a lot of customers in and I have good help. So I'm getting the customers 
actually in and booked for appointments and everything, but I can't keep up with it now. If you go out there right now and you start up a company and it runs flawlessly, the only way you're doing that is if you already knew it, which means you're not learning something. And striving for greatness is striving to be better than you were the day before. Yeah. The day you die and get put in a coffin should be the best version of you that you possibly could have made. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't your best day that you ever had, but at the end of the day, your thought process, because at the end of the day, all you are is how you think about situations. You are what you think about. And influence. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And the influence that you have. Yeah, correct. Yeah. No, at the end of the day, the person, how you define yourself is is your thought process and the people that you influence. It, It goes back to the idea that you're not going to be, there's never going to be the final mountain until you die. The whole climb of life is a bunch of hills that go up and down. The successful billionaires today or the successful, you know, teachers today and mentors today and and leaders in our society today still go home and try to better themselves so that they can be a successful leader tomorrow. One of the things that people kind of lose sight of is the fact that you perform and you you apply for this job title um, or this owner position or this um, w- whatever you're doing, you apply for that every day and you have to try out for that every day. And you see this especially in professional sports, right? If Tom Brady stops throwing touchdown passes, which hopefully he does at some point, he's going to be done. That's going to be the end of his career. He's going to have to go find a, a team somewhere else, right? you have to constantly be getting better because those around you are going to be constantly be getting better. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for today. If you have any marketing needs for any small business, or if you're trying to start a business and you just don't know where to start, feel free to book a consultation online, visit consolidatemarketing.com. Sign up for the newsletter as well to get updates on when I post my podcast and to follow my blog thoughts from the owner, more tips on how to pursue this exquisite life. Guys, this exquisite life is out there. It starts today. It starts with what you can do right now to achieve it. Move, 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 push, 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 action, 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 